0: Chris, why'd you come back here? He
1: wanted me to warn you.
0: Look, Chris, you don't have to if you don't want to.
1: Look upon this omen and go back from whence ye came. I have warned thee.
0: I have warned thee. (sighs) Chris, it's all right. You're all right.
1: Welcome to The Last Theater on the Left. My name is Chris. My name is Joey. And we are back. We are still in the vicinity of Camp Crystal Lake, Camp Blood, and whatever. Well, I don't How much are
0: we Camp in the two. vicinity of it, but it?
1: Well, it has to be close again because it's going to be a walking distance. And so, just to set the timeline here, oh, welcome to the show, by the <laughs> way. This <Welcome>. is The <laughs> Last three. Theater on the Left podcast. We are on day three, or night three, of the Friday the 13th marathon of 13 episodes leading up to... Friday, October 13th, 2017. Um, So we're reviewing all the shows. If this is your first episode, go back, listen to one, listen to two, and then come back to three. And that's where we are right now.
0: Yeah, you're right. We're definitely in the night. I have a... um, I'm getting used to the colors of the world again. Right. Um, So here was my bright idea that I had at the end of part two, which Mm -hmm. is why listening in order is important for you kids out there. Uh, So... I was like, I'm going to do this great bit where I... Because I remember the, you know, blue and red 3D glasses Uh of the day back in the day. I thought, I'm going to watch it in 3D and Chris is going to watch it in 2D. Well, you have to choose one or the other for screen purposes with this particular Blu-ray edition. I don't know if it's like that on DVD,
1: but maybe it is. Well, it has to be if it's the the blue, blue, red... 3D, yeah,
0: so I was gonna watch it one way and he was gonna watch it the other, yeah. <laughs> so
1: and uh, it's we Chris kind of did that.
0: Chris took it like a champ, we both went in and pushed all in on the 3D, yeah. and uh, my, my head is regretting it right now. <laughs> and it, you know, I don't know, I don't know if the headache is worse than the actual experience itself, you know. And that being said, maybe there's somebody tuning in who is a massive fan of part three, right? I'm not gonna say you're dumb. I really, you're listening to this show, you're a friend of mine. Yeah, of course. Man, I've watched, we we, we have seen the first three entries of this franchise mm. over the course of the last two nights. Right. Watching movies like this back to back to back. Yeah. Man, like the drop off on this. It
1: really shows the differences and the, the changes in approach to the movie. And the fact that these movies came out, one year after the next it was eighty, eighty one, eighty two. part yeah. three came out in 82 mm-hmm. and you can see where people dropped off from the crew I, it's not the same director for each one and i don't believe it's the same writer for each one and you can see the differences in the quality of the movie and kind of like i was saying in the last episode in part two how it's a transition to the more cheesy more stereotypical type of nonsensical slasher uh, maybe not nonsensical but <laughs> less attempt to make a fully formed good movie and just an attempt to kind of cash in on the name and the blood and the deaths because this one did have more deaths than, than either of the previous two the you know, characters what's were
0: the, what's the count on that
1: uh, 12 Okay, For sure this time. There's no qualifications on that. There were okay. 12 in this one. <laughs> Although... Does the rabbit count? <laughs> Damn it. Well, alright. No, there a snake got it. I mean, snake, the, that's the nature, man. But let's, it's still, still dead. Let's chalk it up to nature. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, there are animal deaths in each of these first three God, movies. That's weird. They? they don't have anything against women. They have something against animals. animals. Right. <laughs> or filthy animals. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, so, this is part three, and of course when you had a part three in the eighties that meant you had to do three D and going into that I knew that I wasn't gonna have a good time because I, I, I like I
0: like modern three D. Yeah. You're, modern? you're you're not so much of a fan, I think I think I, I'm a, I'm a bit easier. I'm a bit of a sucker. Yeah. Uh, if if it's in 3D in the theater, I'm gonna want to go see it then. Yeah, when it comes when it comes out as a release, I'm gonna want to buy the 3D. I'll splurge the extra sure. five bucks each time for it. I just like I like having the option also. Yeah. Especially when it comes to bringing it home. But if it's showing in the theater in 3D, I kind of want to go to the 3D. Right. I'm just I'm just that guy. I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I could, if it wasn't there and it's a good movie, obviously I can enjoy it. Yeah. But if it's there, I'm going to want to go to it.
1: That's, yeah. that's me. Sure. And I'm the kind of guy that doesn't care about any of that. I All don't right. care about 3D. I don't, to me. So much better than me, Chris. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. Not, yeah, I know. Yeah, we're, we're both better than this film, though. <laughs> it's the the thing that there are movies that are made for the specific purpose of capitalizing on the gimmick of 3d and it is a gimmick and it is only meant to be a gimmick i've never seen any movie in 3d where the 3d aspect of it made it a better movie except for that gimmicky experience of being in it some of it like some of the more modern 3d like the big sci-fi action thrillers and things with there's all this stuff going on the yeah. screen they look good
0: yeah but that being said i watched rogue one and 2d for the first yeah. time a few weeks ago and yeah. it was you know, it was just as
1: enjoyable. That's the thing; I, it doesn't need 3D, and to me, it almost feels like a distraction sometimes. And that brings it back to this movie. 3D was fairly new for this iteration of it, I guess. Yeah, this era, because yeah, this like era the,
0: the 80s didn't have it a whole lot, right? So it was it was a gimmick that was a, a throwback to the 60s yeah. and the 50s and the Vincent Price
1: yeah. era, is yeah. what I like to call it. So what that meant to these filmmakers at this time, this type of filmmaker, I'll say. Yeah. What that meant is point everything that you possibly can at the camera. And have every shot in the movie have something in the foreground and something in the background so you can get that 3D. Yeah. But that bugs me so much because they take so much time in these movies to point things directly at the camera for no reason. They're not important objects that they're pointing at the camera. Some of my least favorite ones were, in the very beginning... There, there's this guy, these two, they set up, okay, we'll get to the characters in a second. This guy No, is, no,
0: these these inanimate objects are true characters right? in this movie,
1: Chris. But this guy is setting up a clothesline, and he has a pole, and he directs the pole towards the camera for a few seconds, because you have to do it because it's 3D. That
0: immediately makes me want to put the screenwriter in a clothesline. Right.
1: And also, the, my least favorite, the one that bugs me the most, is the yo-yo. There's a guy, one of the one of the kids in this movie. Yeah, the Scott Bayo the uh, yeah.
0: uh, discounted discount store right. Scott Bayo. <laughs> right.
1: He has a yo yo that he is playing with and that's all it is. It's just it's there for the gimmick and that encapsulates this whole movie. It's just it and they focus on this yo- they go back to the yo yo. There's two <laughs> shots of the yo yo and it lasts I would say a good five or six seconds. And it's pointless, the yo-yo never shows back up, it's never used as a weapon, Jason doesn't use it, Uh, the main character, Chris, she doesn't use it at any point to protect yourself from anything, it's just there to annoy people. It annoys the woman in the movie, and it annoys me just as much. If only we got one uppercut shot to Jason with the yo-yo. You hate yo-yos more than Mrs. Krabappel does. No, I like (laughs) yo-yos, and that's the problem. This movie made me hate yo-yos. That's a problem. But yeah, so. I can't really think of anything <laughs> I want to talk about in this movie.
0: I was just going to let you go, and I'm doing pretty good so far. Yeah,
1: yeah. so I just had to get that off my chest. No, the, no. the 3D thing. Like, I just recently watched Amityville 3D, which came out oh, probably never around seen the that. same time. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Like, okay. all the three... Well, it wasn't too high 3D? of an inflection. Right. Okay. <laughs> the first three Amityville movies are... Well, the first one's a classic. Right. But we're not doing an Amityville uh, I'd like review, to do that so. later. Yeah, let's But see yeah, that later. because there's so many that are <laughs> horrible after that. Mm-hmm. But 3 was good, and it didn't resort to the tactics that this movie did of pointing everything to the camera. There were moments where you could see where the 3D mm-hmm. kind of maybe enhanced some of the effects. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, let's point everything at the camera. And one of my biggest offenders in this era is a little bit later, which is the Freddy's dead movie where there's that one segment in 3D and when they're loading up all their weapons we have to check the gun how do we check the gun? We point it at the camera and look yep. down at the barrel Yep. Mm-hmm. so it's that kind of stuff that really bugs me <laughs> because yeah, anyway, I'll move on <laughs> no,
0: this, is, this is the whole episode man I we guess. were talking about they made the whole movie about this we have to make this whole episode right. about this, this I was trying to the find the first any... podcast in
1: 3D <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's great radio
0: I I was trying to find anything to talk about and, you know, just goofing on some of it with you was the most fun that I had, but I didn't, I I don't have any real extra insight to add here. Well, I'm worse than I normally am.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think there's stuff to talk about. Like this is, it's, it's, it's a progression in the series because that's kind of what this whole endeavor that we're doing is supposed to be is to see kind of the progression of the series and it's it's, oh the mask
0: yeah i'm sorry oh okay yeah i was saying
1: like as far as the entire movie goes it it is another step i wouldn't say a step down necessarily because i know that i know that i know that there are people that enjoy this movie and it's not it's not a good movie but it's not the worst slasher i've ever seen there are worse movies out there it's not freddy's revenge right (laughs) There's, there's not hell on earth yeah But the problem is this is the first movie that kind of falls into that trap where I kind of touched on this in part two talking about this movie because I did remember some of the characters. Mm -hmm. So if we can talk about the characters a little bit, there are characters in this movie that serve no other purpose other than to make you hate them and to die. And that's all the purpose they serve. And we kind of mentioned that at the beginning, the the guy that has setting up the, the clothesline. Yeah, the terrible
0: married yeah. couple.
1: The, the the woman in the curlers and Harold is the guy's name, I believe, is just they're just garbage people. And <laughs> like that. Yeah. And he you see him pooping at one point. There's a dramatic increase in pooping scenes in this movie. <laughs> yes. Um, this
0: that's the only point of symbolism we right. have to talk about with this <laughs> yeah, movie there's two
1: pooping scenes in this movie
0: they are trying to tell
1: us something yeah, for so, sure yeah. there's even less subtlety than in part two i was talking about the shot with the dog and the hot dogs in part dogs, two yeah. that was not subtle but in this one i call it tension building for morons as i think what i said when it happened in the movie is the the main character chris um well she's main character by default because she lasts till the end sure. Uh, she goes back to the van that they all came to this house in and when she goes to the van the door is open and she notes out loud she says well wasn't this door closed before and so when you have to have a main character explain what people should be seeing in the movie to build tension that when you say it out loud it completely kills any tension that it was supposed to build that's a problem it's yeah, tension yeah. building for morons. It's for, it's. for They think that the audience is dumb and they won't notice that that door was open. And so therefore they have to explain it, which makes it not tense.
0: Plus they went into the cabin, came back outside to the cabin, and walked up to the van again. Yeah. So if the door is open, I'm not scared because I just figured somebody's already unpacking.
1: Right. And one of the characters was even in the van at the time. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. Not just, uh, we've already had... Uh, we've had a dime store ralph right ralph crazy ralph yeah. is dead and we get we get this subpar
1: harbinger right with a 3d eyeball that only shows up once so that's ralph showed up even in the first movie he showed up a couple times yeah part of that was to build him up as a suspect but but then he showed up in the second yeah. movie again but in this movie so there are ties to the other movies yeah um there's even ties to the 3d involved
0: right Two 3D eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. That's how
1: freaking hacky it can Usually be. Usually I like callbacks like that in movies, <laughs> no. but not that time. Not no. that No. Because yeah. no. it, it wasn't... It was. I think that was probably more of a coincidence. I think maybe they reused the same eyeball or something. That Well, let's do this again. <sighs> oh, it worked more, the first
0: time. There's way more callbacks to go, Chris. There's way yeah. more.
1: But yeah, so there was the Harbinger of Doom, but it was just some random homeless guy that was asleep in the street for no reason. <laughs> yes. Like, this movie doesn't try incorporate anything into the movie in any kind of believable way in part two it opened with alice dreaming about the end of part one and so we were talking about it was the recap to catch people up that might not have seen or had seen but forgot over the years since it had been released about how the first one ended and she was dreaming and so that was actually part of the movie in this one they just open with the final scene of part two. Yeah. There's there's no there's no attempt to incorporate it into this current movie. It's just the scene, the final scene from the first or second movie. Uh,
0: not even that. It's the final battle yeah. section. Yeah. And they don't even talk about the thing that happens right. after the supposed death in Jason Shaq. Right. They don't even talk about the jump at the very end of two. Yeah. But they talk about the final battle. And they talk about... Jenny getting wheeled off in yeah. the gurney. And you know how I know that? Because they showed it on the news. Yeah. And I remember that big camera crew hanging around right. it when she was getting wheeled off at the end of 2. Yeah, that's... had a VHS copy of Part 2 playing in that stupid television.
1: That's another thing that really bugs me about movies. One of my pet peeves, not just the... Okay. So we got one. One of my pet peeves is 3D means pointing things at the camera. Yes. One of my other big pet peeves is when in a movie, when they have to show something that had happened at some other point during one of the movies, whatever. When they show the actual footage from the movie that we saw as an audience, as the clip that they're showing to the characters within that movie, that bugs me a lot. Because we, like you said, there was no camera crew there. What we saw in part two was actually from the... (laughs) Vantage point of what the director wanted us to see as an audience that was not a camera within that universe that they created, yet that's what they showed us in part three. Again, no attempt to incorporate this into any sort of reality within this the context of the world they're creating. Yep, it's just this movie's lazy, it's very, very lazy. You know,
0: I, I seem to recall having a conversation with you. At least ten years ago, yeah. about another 3D movie, yeah. "Neither Living Dead 3D." No, and no. if I recall, I've never seen this movie. By yeah. the way, it's the one with Sid Hagen, yeah. and I believe. If I if I recall properly, one of the big talking points you had about it is, and this is on topic off topic. Yeah. He goes. They were watching the original Night of the Dead. yeah. And if you're showing something I'd rather be watching on your television, (laughs) then that's a problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's something I got from Mystery Science Theater. (laughs) Because I'm still
0: like, she's watching the TV, and my head's jacking over to the screen. Like, is is Paul dead or alive? (laughs) I still don't freaking know. (laughs) I think that
1: bear got him, probably. He just disappeared. And I don't
0: even give a shit about the character, but my brain demands to know if he's dead or not.
1: And that's the thing what i think this whole first part of this lazy intro was was to kind of push the the whole thing with jason coming through the window at the end and the the fake thing with the dog the second dog that's the same dog that wasn't the same dog (laughs) to me the way that they kind of retconned that with this movie because they didn't show that the when we were talking about them showing the the last part of Part two in this one, Mm -hmm. they stopped when they left the shack. They didn't show anything past that. So they showed it exactly the same up until Jenny and Paul left the shack. And then they went back into the shack and added one shot of Jason. You didn't see his head. No, but you saw him pull the machete out of his shoulder and kind of crawl. And that's where they left it. And then they jumped to these two garbage people and them watching the TV. Yeah. With the, the shot that I hate. And, but you could hear the news commentator on the TV say that there were eight victims in part two. So I went back and counted and tried to count the victims from part two. And it still doesn't answer the question of what happened to Paul. (laughs) Because it says eight victims. And if you count them, if you count the cop, Mm -hmm. then there were nine victims. Mm. If you don't count the cop that died, but they have to count the cop because you saw the police officer in the shack. Yeah, they definitely found him. With Terry. They, they definitely were both found there him. at the same time. Yeah. So if you count them, no one else was missing, then Paul is missing. Paul can't be among that number. <laughs> so what happened to Paul? Was Paul ever really there?
0: Yeah, I'm like uh, yeah, I was starting to think on a metaphysical point here <laughs> like uh he's been erased from existence right. and we're the only ones that that had a right. memory of him. So we fell asleep at yeah. the time when the you know, the switch was flipped. <laughs> right. Oh my god, I have more of a headache now than I did at the start of this episode. I'm dying here, Chris. I'm and, dying.
1: And, but to me, like, it makes me think that that whole sequence with the dog and Jason through the window was actually... That whole thing was a dream. None of that was real. <laughs> I think that's what they did with this movie to rewrite it. A reason why I think that is actually the case is Jason in this movie is completely bald and there's a flashback (laughs) to a story that the main character Chris tells about this strange man in the woods like you had pointed out they never say the word Jason in this movie they never call him by name this strange man in the woods who had attacked her and he was completely bald in her flashback but in part 2 when you actually saw Jason for the first time without the bag on or the pillowcase on his head, yeah. he had all this long brown hair.
0: He looked Steven Stills. Right,
1: but that was only in that scene when he jumped through the window. You didn't see him in the shack because they didn't show us. They took the bag off in the shack, but you mm-hmm. never got the shot of his head. Mm-hmm. So I think that whole sequence that explains why wow. the dog was <laughs> that explains why there were two of the same dog because wow. it was a dream. Wow. They're gonna cart me off at the end of this, just like, uh, just like Chris. That's the only way you can make sense of this. That's the only way it makes sense. Yeah. Do you, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm are you gonna, okay? Is I'm, I'm gonna, okay?
0: I'm just gonna bring. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fall asleep for a couple minutes here. All right. But I know you got this, Chris. Because I'm just gonna say, Shelley.
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, getting back to the characters. This is the first. Like I said, this is the movie where they made these. People that have no redeeming qualities Garbage people Garbage I, I, people We
0: need to make this a thing
1: <laughs> And Shelly is We we were talking about the the Mark, the guy in the wheelchair And saying how he had something that people might look down on him Or he didn't feel like he was part of the group yeah. But he handled it in a positive way And he mm-hmm. was a good person and a likable person Shelley is not an attractive man, um, mm. by general mainstream standards, I would say. Obviously a virgin, too. <laughs> and at least that's how he feels. And he feels that he's a loser. And because of that, he acts like a jerk and a moron. And nobody likes him because of the way he yeah. acts, not because of who he is. He's a
0: self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah.
1: This is the secret. <laughs> and that's what they, you... any, And in a lot of movies, you could... Turn that to where you would be sympathetic to him, but every time you start to be sympathetic for Shelly, he does something else that just makes you hate this guy. Yes,
0: yeah. Who's more annoying in, in the, the history of horror films, Shelly or the girlfriends from House of a Thousand Corpses? <laughs> um, that's wow, a horse race, that's a isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, a tough yeah. one, yeah.
1: I think Shelly's more memorable, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: he only <laughs> he was only the gateway right. to the one of the most iconic faces in yeah. film history. Yeah. He's always going to have that.
1: Yeah. Always. But, yeah, so the Shelly character... My favorite character in this movie isn't the main character. It isn't Chris. It's a character named Vera, who is set up on this blind date, weekend date thing, whatever's going on. Yeah. They don't really explain it that well. But she's set up with Shelly, and she's... A good person and she gets put put upon by so many people in this movie
0: Every, she has the worst day yeah. that i've probably seen anyone have this yeah. side of an eli roth movie right <laughs> and then she gets to die right yeah like, exactly I, mean, I i didn't mean to readers digest it for the listeners out there right. you were probably getting on a roll there no. but yeah everything
1: bad happens to her yeah. and then yeah, and then I mean, Jason gets uh, right from the start because even before she's on screen, you hear her mother yelling at her and her <laughs> yeah. yelling back. Yeah. So from the very start, her mother, the maid that they have in the house, uh, her That's f- racist. Her f- <laughs> Speaking of racist <laughs> yeah, She gets a racist grocery. Yeah. She goes to the convenience store with Shelley and because she feels sorry for him, so yeah. she lets him go with her. Yeah. And the, the good thing
0: too, because she didn't have any money. Yeah, <laughs> she would yeah, have been like, "What exactly. the fuck did I come here?" <laughs> like, she doesn't take food stamps because she let me know right out the back. She That's took a look thing. at my face. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So
1: the the clerk asked her for. She says it's whatever, how $19. much? Nineteen dollars forty five cents. And immediately says, "And we don't take food stamps."
0: <laughs> it's like really, <laughs> and it's a terrible thing to say. But at the same time, the look on her face was oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, god damn it so yeah. she's
1: dealing with all this crap her friends don't obviously don't really care that much for her either because they set her up with this guy yeah, who like, they, they all hate they don't have a high opinion they of. they all hate this guy she, everybody hates him
0: the conversation like the day before this i guarantee yeah. before they picked her up if, if i can go back in time right. for something that never happened was <laughs> um i just need to get out of the house guys right. i need any excuse to come with you yeah all right, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> right, exactly. And they're like, all right. We and they wanted to get
1: Shelly out of their hair so they could go upstairs and have sex on the yeah. hammock. They're like two birds, yeah. two birds. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Shelly's a garbage person. <laughs> and then the other guy, Rick, who is Chris's love interest, I guess, sort of. But he's it's a total it's, it's bastard. Still,
0: yeah, it's still the same. It's, it's the same, same strange relationship. But triple callback once again. But yeah,
1: I, well, I didn't really like Steve in the first movie that much because he was kind of he was kind of a creepy guy. Yeah, he
0: was totally creepy. I mean, we 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 did the age range yeah. there. You're supposed to be thirty yeah. and she's nineteen, and right, you know that, that's nothing by seventies early 80s standards. Right. But at the same
1: time, it's still freaking yeah. creepy. This thing is just like. He's just a douche. Yeah, he just wants to have sex immediately. Well, he assaults the woman the minute she walks into the door. <laughs> yeah, that's... He grabs her by the neck, throws her against the wall, yeah. and kisses her. That, mm.
0: That's still enough to get you elected, but, uh. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Real world topics. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, and it doesn't get any better from there. Like, he gets. He gets all pissy when she doesn't want to have sex with him immediately and yeah. all the time.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop dressing like the farm boy in the <laughs> romance novels, and I'm right. gonna put my goddamn sweater vest on right. and tie it around my neck because I got to get back to Yale
1: this week. Or, <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's it, he's so schizophrenic, and then he makes her <laughs> feel bad about her not wanting to sleep with him.
0: Yeah, well, that's what at alphas the, do, yeah, man.
1: At the same time, saying, "Oh, well, I gave up my." weekend with this other woman who would definitely sleep with me to be with you (laughs) like what yeah but she i don't know it's so frustrating anybody
0: that's ever had that phrase come out of their mouth i hope they immediately said why the shit did i just say that right (laughs) first of all and second of all like the motivation in her coming back to this place is one of the dumbest setups
1: it doesn't make sense
0: movie i love the setup (laughs) even an easy one just give me something that's plausible why the (laughs) <laughs> Why would you go back to this place? Yeah. By the way, the night that my mom beat me up, right, I ran into the forest, <laughs> got a, fell asleep under a tree right. in the rain, got attacked by this dude, right, and then I left for a few months. She passed, and then out. I came back.
1: She apparently blacked out and didn't remember what happened, so she. You go ahead.
0: Yeah, I Jason has. Um, what's that misty thing that you shoot out of your wrist? That, is that <laughs> like that chloroform po-
1: or something? Yeah, like, po- like where you the, poison oh, right. ivy. Do that in the sure. Batman movie? Okay, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I think he's got that because
0: every woman that comes in contact with him, at least at a certain peak of right. like, they send them to the peak of fright, right? And then all of a sudden, and then they fall asleep, and then they wake up somewhere yeah, else. They,
1: they pass out, and this it's, is
0: three times now, Chris. Is. This is not a coincidence.
1: <laughs> it's it's definitely a character trait of, of Jason yeah. I think it's it's like you we, we keep talking about bears now yeah. but it's like you when you see a bear well you, now I've moved on to Bo Cosby <laughs> <right>? <laughs> okay yeah, true Sorry. it's like you you play dead right and then the bear supposed to go away that's how you defeat Jason is you play dead yeah and he goes away apparently that's what happens yeah. or you just pass out yes and then yeah but the bear was bigger <laughs>
0: So, and now it's time for crappy setups, starring Chris. Take it away, Chris.
1: Well, so you were talking about the motivation for her coming back. It's so <laughs> stupid, and there's no reason for it. Yeah. There's a barn on this land.
0: <laughs> I know what you're gonna say?
1: There's a bunch of hay on in this barn that they're moving for whatever reason. <laughs> we know the reason why the filmmakers put it in. It was to set up the the pulley thing. For later, when they hang Jason on it, and when Fox or Foxy—I'm not sure she—they call her both names—the biker biker woman—when she plays on it, they set it up a bunch of times. She'd
0: want you to call her a chick. Yeah, she's a biker chick. Yeah,
1: it's okay. But so this barn is there because Chris's dad (laughs) had always planned or was going to buy a horse, (laughs) but didn't every year apparently still to this day because there's a whole bunch of hay there right now. Yeah. That's the reason why there's a barn and hay is because he didn't buy a horse.
0: Well, you know what he at least did do? What he that? at least either killed or shot a horse <laughs> right? because at some point a horse head gets lowered down. It was what, who is was, was, was it
1: Shelly that someone I think no. it was Shelly that, that encountered it. Or it may have been the drug guy. Yeah, at like least. The Tommy Chong guy.
0: Yeah, in the barn. Oh, there's a fake Tommy Chong. There's a <laughs> fake Scott Bayo uh, There's there's plenty. Uh, there's, a, there's a Bowser. Yeah. I mean, oh my god.
1: There are a lot of callbacks and homages, I guess. I don't know how Is this you... Is it an would... homage, really, at I this don't point, know. if they're
0: ripping themselves off? Yeah. It started off with... Hey, let's rip off Halloween and Black Christmas right. and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a good idea. Right. Those are good ideas, actually. Right. If but you... ripping off yourself, <laughs> well you're getting I to mean, that point. We
1: talked about how the plot points were very much the same from parts one and two, but it worked because it was a okay constructed movie, and there were reasons for why they did it. Like I explained, it's because of Jason's emulation and whatnot. Sure. In this one, there are certain callbacks here and there. But it really just feels like it was someone who had watched the first movie, didn't really understand the movie, and then wrote their own script to try to make another version of that movie. Yeah.
0: And like you said, just said they wrote around the three D with all those unnecessary shots. Yeah. And then it lent itself to the kills. Like you yeah. were talking about I know a lot of people are real big fans of the handstand death. But mm-hmm. you were there, there are mm-hmm. people that love that yeah. their death, but at the same time, that was literally like, I want to do that shot, yeah, let's go backwards and figure out how we get to that shot. Exactly, it's- that's
1: exactly what it was. That's exactly what a lot of these things were. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do we get two eyes going at the camera? Like, how do we make that work? How do we get a snake jumping at the audience? How do we make that work? How do we fit that into the movie? Yeah,
0: this is this is a weekend on the beach. Doing drugs yeah. <laughs> with a with like
1: a little bitty notepad that right. people used to put phone numbers in. Right, <laughs> that's all it is. So, so yeah, what well, the main problem I have with that shot? I don't mind the death so much, even though he had never walked on his hands. He cause he it did was... like
0: three times during the course of the movie, but most of it was done within the th- that three minutes leading towards. Yeah, the death.
1: and the, my problem is that there's a shot from underneath looking up. As he's doing his handstand, and Jason comes down with, I think it's the machete. Yeah. And it's just this whole, like, ragdoll thing when he falls towards the camera down. But I don't like those shots when they go underneath like that, because it's obviously in the floor, and it's obviously set up. You can see the guy's hands on the ground... From underneath, which isn't it, take, it pulls me out of the movie because I notice that kind of stuff. Right, it's the same thing as when they go into like a sink or something, you know, when you see the water coming down on it, and you're looking from underneath. Yeah, it's a kind of a cool shot visually, right? right. But it doesn't fit in the movie, and that's yeah. again like the this, coffee
0: getting poured in the coffee cup.
1: Yeah, again, and that's why that's what a lot of this this part three is is. Oh, this is a cool shot. Let's see how we can wedge it into this movie. Yeah, it's all that's all it is. Yeah. It's cheese and wedges. Cool. Yeah. So was is there anything you did like about the movie?
0: Um I like Vera. I like that character. Yeah, and she's she's definitely super sympathetic. Yeah. And in a movie where nobody else is. Yeah. Chris is barely sympathetic because she's an idiot. Uh she oh, she okay. is. The, the, in the
1: movie, sorry, not like... you, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You you calling back to the screen <laughs> yeah. is the only funny part about
0: this movie, I by the way, the so I appreciate that. No, problem. Yeah, no I, I really do. do. Um <laughs> uh, man But I there's not I'm... even there's not even enough breasts in this movie to justify its <laughs> yeah. crappiness. Like I'm sorry, This the inner Joe Bob Briggs of me, but uh right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> i only like the one 3d shot that the the the, the arrow bit yeah. like that's there that's were, about it for me which I'm, might lead into the next segment there were there. a couple
1: of my shots i think the
0: oh you know what the best shot is the one of the first shots when yeah. they get into modern times mm-hmm. and they that's that that aerial shot that pans down into the the garbage people's house slash store
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I like that shot. That's all right, yeah.
0: That's that's the artsy shot of the whole movie, and it's all downhill from there.
1: (laughs) I like the shot of when Vera's on the dock by herself and there's kind of the the long shot and she's centered in the frame and there's the lake and there's light coming from the lake, which doesn't make any sense, but it looks cool and there's a little smoke on it. That's wild. I like that shot. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and it worked for 3D, but it wasn't gimmicky in your face, 3D. So, yeah. th- there are good things about this movie, I guess, if you, yeah. if you have to look for... But you have to look for them, I, I think.
0: Mean, even even back then, was the cry wolf death that great? Like, you know, ha ha, Shelly, great joke. Oh, yeah. Does that Did that work even then, you think?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I mean to me a movie either works or it doesn't and it doesn't really matter of the time period and I don't think it really does I think I mean it feels like it's meant for you not to like this guy for you to hate this guy because his jokes are stupid he's stupid he's a jerk and he he calls Vera a bitch for not wanting to sleep with him yeah like I yeah. hate the guy
0: yeah alright favorite death
1: uh, as, as much as it pains me I'm gonna say Vera's with the, the harpoon in the eye
0: we have tied once again. Yeah.
1: Alright, yeah. It is so, gimmicky, which I don't want to agree that that's good because the harpoon does come straight at the camera, but I think I like it because of just the visual of it. Yeah. The, she falls back into the water again. I think the shot, the reverse shot of her with it sticking out of her head is mm-hmm. good. And that's the first time that we see Jason kill someone with the mask. Exactly. And we were pointing out when we were watching it that he was very nonchalant about it. He just walks up, he raises his arm, he shoots it, and when he sees that he's done his job, he just tosses the harpoon aside and walks away.
0: Dude, he struts his shit out of there, practically. Yeah. He he almost has to restrain himself from yeah. just, like, doing that. You, you know why, right? Because hmm. he wasted a fucking biker gang <laughs> right? on his own, <laughs> yeah. like, just a few hours before that. He didn't that. get
1: the job completely done.
0: Yeah, he did, and that's weird. First yeah. of all, that's weird. There's a lot of people in this movie that are supposedly dead, but they're not. Yeah. There's two. You know You know the second one is, right? That lovely, lovely ending we get when it's all said and done, right?
1: Oh, are we going to talk about that?
0: Dude, how are we not going <laughs> to talk about this? Yeah. Okay, okay. so, and I'm just going to forgive Chris's memory because I feel like... Uh, I can definitely forgive you for just blocking this out of yeah. your memory. I well, know. it's been
1: a while since I've seen part three.
0: Sure, that's fine. And you're a very intelligent guy, and you have a great memory. But I get it, man. This is this is a dog shit ending. Yeah. Now, I, I even feel like the death scene in this, is, like the actual Jason death scene, yeah. or quote-unquote death scene, right. is anticlimactic. The whole thing about him, like, Frankenstein monstering towards her yeah. after he gets the axe in the head... I think that was obviously set up for the 3D. Oh, oh my god, sure. his arms are in it the It definitely the crowd. was
1: because the axe, the handle of the axe is pointed towards the camera, and so are his arms. Yeah,
0: it doesn't work for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I mean, it, if I'd have been in the theater and saw that when I was like, you know, 10, maybe, right. I'd probably dig it still to this day. Yeah. I, I don't have any nostalgia for it. I'm, I'm very sorry.
1: No, yeah. I, I agree with that. I will say that I enjoyed Chris's fight with Jason overall. I think it got to be a yeah. little bit too much. It went on too long, and there it, were too much, too was, many things at the end. It was
0: three minutes too long, yeah. at least three to five minutes. There was some smart strategy going yeah. on on both ends that I kind of dug yeah. about it. Yeah. And he wasn't... Like you said, him obtaining that mask... You, you talked about this when we were watching the yeah. movie, but I'm going to take credit for your thing here. Not really. But... He's like, once he gets that mask on, mm. it's all of a sudden, clumsy Jason is, is, has left right. the building. It's yeah, we didn't go th- into
1: that too much with part two. But yeah, when he was chasing Jenny around, he was breaking chairs and falling down when he'd never done that before. So yeah. he just couldn't. He kept falling over himself. It was
0: Leatherface, you know, yeah. Keystone Cops thing. Yeah, you know, it was, but it was in a, this
1: one, like you said... Once he got the mask on, he was all about business, and he was smart. And that's he from was, here on out. Yeah. From he here was, on out, that's what it is. He like barred the door to keep her trapped and everything. So yeah. One thing I want to mention, because I'm just stalling for time, because I don't really want to talk about the ending too much. Because <laughs> I think I'm going to get on another roll. Uh, that's all right. The, when Jason gets the mask, it also allows us to see his entire body, really, for the first time in the series. Well, this is only the second movie he's been in. Fully, really. Yeah, but that takes away the POV shots a lot of the time. Yeah, and it changes the feeling of the movie drastically. In oh yeah, opinion. the mystique
0: is definitely out the yeah. window
1: now. It's it's gone. So, and I think that's that's a huge turning point, and not just because of the iconic mask, which is a big deal, but it's more of the way that it changes the way the mov- movies are shot and the tone going forward. That's, I think that's just a big deal. It deserves, it, it It merits attention, I think.
0: Yeah. By the way, Chris, I was born one year before the Friday the 13th franchise made its way. You were actually born on the year yes. that the franchise started. Right. I was born in the Lady of the Lake Hospital. <laughs> I am not even kidding. So, and I still hate this ending, despite despite what it is. I can't get behind it, Chris. That's the best segue I have here for you. Yes, we have a massive callback to the big you-think-it's-over-but-it's-not scare at the end of Friday the 13th Part 1, which they have... At least they put a different shine on it for Part 2 for the final scare.
1: Yeah, that was... Even though that I've now determined that that whole thing was a dream, which even actually makes it more of a callback to part one.
0: Because that's a dream as yeah, well. because
1: that's a dream as well. It has to be. Yeah, they both have to be dreams yeah. in sequences. Um, this one is more of a hallucination, um, which it's obviously a hallucination. So let's break this down a little bit. At the end of the movie, after Jason gets the axe in the head that we talked about with Frankensteining and falling down and just staying still. he's probably He looks dead in this movie. Sure. But he's he's still. Chris goes to the lake. And just like in part one. How was the lake, Chris? I'm sorry. No, I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> I am not speaking in the third person. Um, Chris goes to the lake and she gets on her knees just like Alice did in the first one. She gets in a canoe. Just like Alice did, she goes out into the lake, just like Alice did.
0: And then she wakes up from her dream. She wakes up. Oh, we're going into original territory now. (laughs) Right. Mm. She
1: wakes up, and the sun is out. And she looks... Well, she gets scared by (laughs) a piece of wood and a duck... That was legit.
0: Yeah. I'll give her that one. Yeah. She deserves to be, she she has every right to be scared by that duck that yeah, fucking the duck, buzzes her. duck was scary. It yeah. came pretty
1: close to her. And then she looks up at the cabin. She looks up and there's, in the second floor, tiny window, just framing his head like a picture frame, yeah. is Jason's bald head with his goofy looking mouth, like looks yeah. like he's half smiling yeah. at her just staring at her on the lake with blood coming down his head and he's like kind of clawing yeah he's he's clawing at the window a little bit because apparently without the mask all of his intelligence (laughs) drains out of his body he's clumsy again yeah and then it cuts to a shot of him bursting through the door and the door flies off the hinges and he's walking towards the lake and it cuts back to chris and it cuts back to the house and he's not there and the door is on the hinge, and it's it's there, and everything is fine. I didn't even notice the door being back yeah. intact. Good catch. <laughs> and so, obviously, this is a hallucination. So we've set that. There's no ambiguity about it. By the way, tss, hallucination. Oh, thank All you. Right. Yes. <laughs> but it's not over yet. Just like we were talking about how the fight went on about three minutes too long, <laughs> they just kept doing things and kept doing things. Like, how do we make this better? Let's just add something else. Boy, anything else.
0: what an idea they came up with. I want to
1: find that person that's right. like, I
0: got it! I've got it now.
1: So what they decide to do, since she's in the lake, which is, I guess it's still part of the same lake from Camp Crystal Lake because this is supposed to be in the same general vicinity still, um, even though they don't mention any of the camps. There's nothing about the legends of anything going on I don't in see movie.
0: any fish and there's one damn duck. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> by the way. So anyway, all right. <laughs> Here she's we go. in the canoe and something comes up from the water and grabs her from behind and it's Jason's mother with the sweater on and her head still attached to her neck and she pulls her backwards and then we cut away and she's being no. Okay, we cut yeah, a, yeah, 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 we, we cut away to the house and there's two actor, two of the best actors in the movie <laughs> as cops saying what did she talk about? She said something about the lady in the lake. I don't know, but she's the only one left or something like that. Yeah. That's about all you get. And they take her out of the house by the arms and she's ranting and raving. And she's she laughs at one point and they put her in the back of the car yeah. and they drive away. I almost—I so,
0: was re- actually really hoping she'd see him in the window again. I re- actually really yeah. was. I thought that would actually be the best possible like. Bring me back
1: a little bit after all that bullshit. That would have been better because... So the problem I have with this scene...
0: You're yelling at. I've never seen you actually yell at the TV before. I didn't yell. Where you were like, "End it! End it! Just end your damn movie already!" This was I said it once or twice. This was it was so infinitely entertained to watch this movie with you, Chris. Thank well, they, you.
1: They needed to stop. They just needed to stop the movie because if they kept, I was afraid that something else was going to happen. Not because I was scared or tense or anything <laughs> like you I would was. normally be in a horror movie, yeah. But because I didn't want to see anything more ridiculous happen because they went back to a shot of jason in the or the unnamed weird man in this movie but jason in the barn with the axe in his head he's still there he was never in the house that was obvious because of the door thing yeah and then they go back and they do a shot of the lake and they start zooming in on the lake just like they did in the first one and that's when i was saying just end it stop just stop. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like when they zoomed in on Jason's mother's head, and two, yeah. you were talking about, oh, the eye's going to open now, or yeah. like, yeah. that me was on the a original bit. idea yeah. too. Yeah. And but they stopped, and it was like, stop, don't do anything else. <laughs> and I was afraid they were going to do something in this one, but they didn't.
0: You're but, not good, but you're fine. Just end it, right. you know. <laughs> like,
1: but yeah, so that's one thing is this movie just it doesn't know when to stop. It doesn't know how to stop, and th- I think that has to do with the amount of kills. They don't know how to stop do. Du- with the kills because they add so many of these people that don't matter for any other purpose. But the thing with Jason's mother that is the biggest problem, this is a hallucination, correct? We agree on that.
0: Yeah. Is we, that, I, okay. I agree with you. Okay. I, I think I can get, even in the absolute ridiculousness of right. the movie itself, I think I could still say,
1: yeah, I suppose that is a dream. It has to be. Okay. So if it's a dream, this is all in Chris's head, Correct. Correct. Chris didn't know the name of Jason. She thought it was some weird man. Yeah, the legend of Jason and his mother and the camp and everything else is not mentioned anywhere in this movie.
0: She has no. She has no idea who Jason's mother is. Oh my god! Wow. She doesn't know about the
1: sweater. She doesn't know about anything.
0: What? That is the that is the biggest fucking plot hole maybe (laughs) in the history of cinema. I mean. Besides that guy in Matrix Revolutions, it yeah. was like I've only been training for six weeks. Right. I just wanted to walk out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, that's really bad, man. But that's also terrible.
1: Yeah. Also, even if, even if she had heard about the stories, if she does live in the area, she probably heard about people talking about the story because apparently everybody talks yeah, about but, it. Or the old timers do. But
0: since they've been explaining right. everything the entire film to right. us morons. You would think that someone would have Talked out loud about that to her At some point in the movie But they never
1: do The problem with that Even if she didn't know She didn't know about the sweater There's (laughs) no way she could have known And she was wearing the sweater When she came out of the lake Yeah So that's a problem (laughs) <laughs> this movie this movie's kind of a problem. I think I'm done talking about it.
0: Oh, yeah, let's,
1: let's get out of here. I, I... <laughs> but yeah, so I did <laughs> do I did do the kill count earlier? I said 12. there were more. There were 12 in this one. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did say that cuz we counted the rabbits yeah. we didn't count the rabbits Sorry. Can you do the plugs and make how stop? Oh,
0: by the way, Joe Bob tribute, 2 breasts. Yes. Barely. Just like you were
1: waiting for him. You were Well, I mean,
0: hmm. I was keeping count and I don't know if we did that in part 2, but 2 breasts in part 2, 2 yeah. breasts in part 3. They've not uh, up to the breast count at all throughout this entire franchise right. part one part two and part three are on equal playing ground are right we gonna now.
1: make like a line chart of this with kills and breasts and see like how mm-hmm. the, they coincide
0: it's it's part of the soup man <laughs> so right. okay yes stay tuned cnj com, featuring uh my rock and roll show rock strikes 10 every episode is on dot com. Also, subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, just like you're going to do for this particular podcast. Sure. In addition to that, there's the Synaptic Empire podcast, featuring Randy Brown a True Alternative, and also, Last Theater on the Left, blogs and movie reviews by Chris. Written, the written word is still alive with Chris, on the Last Theater on the, <laughs> the Left, reviews. Also, Wrestling House Show reviews, also by Chris, podcasts coming very soon. Stay tuned cnjradio.com for all things rock culture and otherwise.
1: Yes. Thank you. Yeah, on on my reviews on the website I do get a little more analytical, I think. It's not it's not a it's not a purge. This felt like a purge Ooh, to get yeah. to get rid of some of it cuz I don't hate movies. I don't hate this movie. I, I <laughs> really, you really don't, hate, I don't this hate this movie. I don't hate this
0: movie. I You're putting this in the fun category? Um, no.
1: But I don't hate it. It's, wow! Yeah, I don't You're know. Pretty where I'm
0: forgiving, it. I. I yeah. You know, I'm not saying that I wouldn't expect this, but I don't.
1: I don't know of any. Well, I wouldn't say that. I guess There's if I any... hated
0: it, I would have taken it out of the player and like cracked the Blu-ray, <laughs> but I'm not doing that. I mean,
1: I know. In but, um... my opinion, every movie has its audience, and this movie has its audience and its intended audience, and there are people that will like this movie, and that's fine. That's good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. If you I've... get something out of it, but there are so many problems with this movie, it just doesn't work on a level of being a good quality movie. I don't really consider it very quality entertainment for me because they just it promised things that it didn't deliver on in my estimation, and it was too gimmicky. Yeah,
0: I like the theme song.
1: Yeah, the theme song was good. That's about it. Yeah.
0: All right, so tune in tomorrow for part four. Yeah,
1: it gets better from here. For oh sure. yeah,
0: yeah. Stay tuned and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. You and I have gotten to know each other a little today, you know what? I like you. I was thinking that maybe
1: you know we could... I don't think so. Look, I'm gonna go outside for a few minutes and then when I get back in we'll talk. okay?
0: Sure. We'll talk. God damn it Shirley, why do you always have to be such an asshole?